Welcome to a podcast designed to bring biblical encouragement to your weary soul. We are so glad you're listening, and we pray God blesses you and strengthens you in your walk with Him. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is brought to you by the cooperative efforts of Sweet Sela Ministries and Word Radio. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 105, The Surprising Strength of Gentleness. We've been walking through the fruits of the Spirit, one fruit at a time, wanting so much to grow in this area of living a fruitful life. We've talked about joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Only two fruit left, Sharon. (laughs) Today, today we talk about gentleness. When I think about gentleness, it reminds me of a dear family friend of mine, Robin Vine. She was a close friend of my mom, and I had started to babysit her kiddos when she only had two kiddos. And now she has eight. Oh, my. (laughs) Family grew a bit. It grew quite a bit. Um, I started babysitting when I was 10 for her two little ones. And, yeah, her oldest ones now are married with children. So that's a little weird. (laughs) Makes me feel a little old. But she was such a gentle woman. With all of those children, she was this gentle, soothing mama. When she would correct them, it was always so gently with this gentle spirit. I just thought she was amazing. And she'd say, oh, after two, it's all the same. And I'm like, I've had four. I don't feel that yet. <laughs> Maybe you need eight. Maybe I need eight. That's the secret. And you know, it's so sweet. As I've seen her children grow up, they're all young adults now, and some uh-huh. of them are still um, my oldest daughter's age. They're all so gentle. They have that oh, same Nicole. gentle spirit of their what mom and their dad. Yeah. But this family, they just have this beautiful love for Jesus, and it shows in her gentleness. I'm like, oh, when I, I grow up, that. I want to be like her yes. <laughs> in her gentleness. It's so good. You know, I've said this before. One of the things I wish I could change the most is the anger I had with my children. Yes. A gentle answer turneth away wrath. Mm, gentleness is so important. And it's so hard. It's so hard. Yes. And we spent Our a lot of time with them. So we saw them behind the scenes too. So she yeah. truly was gentle all the time. It wasn't that. a show. I love that. Yep. Oh, my goodness. It's a beautiful thing. Well, Dad Gamble's one of my favorite gentle people. Oh, He's I love just him. always been gentle. <laughs> I remember um, a time when either Mary or Catherine, one of them, had this little cheap necklace that um, got tangled beyond oh, yes. measure. <laughs> and I'm trying to untangle it and worried I'm going to break it more. I have no patience for the thing. <laughs> right. And it was cheap, you know, yeah. like five bucks. Mm-hmm. But they were crying. And so oh. gentle Dad Gamble said, give it to me. And then he put on his special, um, he had like a magnifying glass in one eye. Yeah. And then he had little tweezers. And he, it took him over an hour of just tugging and pulling gently to fix a cheap little necklace. Oh, my God. Because that's what they wanted. And that's what a gentle And that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be he like, five bucks, throw it away. Throw it away. Let's start over. So. Oh, that's yeah, so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> and then we had a dog I love that I had to learn to be gentle with, Tank. Tank? Of course, <laughs> of course Ray named him. Did Ray I, name him? Yeah, I didn't get to name a dog till Bella. But Tank had been abandoned. He, um, oh. We think he it was, you know, was on a military base, of course, because we lived on military bases. Right. Um, 
the next door neighbor's girl found him and he had mange he had fleas he was a mess he was absolutely a mess and we think maybe he was thrown out of a car because he threw up every time he got in the car oh my goodness (laughs) he had definite ptsd about cars but if you even raised your voice a tank he shook and went to the bathroom all over the floor he just did so if we weren't gentle with him Mm -hmm. uh, we were going to pay for it you know and let alone poor tanky so but being gentle with Tank, it's all he needed. Nicole, he's my favorite dog. He oh, adored me. Even though he was a little bit more high maintenance. He was work. a little more high maintenance, but it's funny that gentleness bonded us so closely. Wow. And wherever I was, Tank was right there. Oh, that's And so he sweet. saw me through the war, Persian Gulf War. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned a lot of gentleness from Tank. Oh, yeah. sweet puppy. So good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I chose the surprising strength of gentleness as yeah. our title. Because um, I think sometimes we think of gentle as weak, and it isn't. So mm. it's based on three of my favorite scripture verses, actually, this whole concept. And it's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. I memorized it, of course, in the King James Version when <laughs> yes. I was little. And even then, I often felt burdened and heavy laden, even as a kid. <laughs> I know, right? Which is kind of silly when I think about it. But I've always been an overachiever, right? Yeah. And overachievers get stressed, yes. even if they're eight years old and want to get straight A's in school. So, so there's some good things about working hard. There's also some bad, right? Mm-hmm. You get overstressed. And I'll tell you one thing. It surely makes one tired if one is doing all the work in one's own limited strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the quickest way to burn out. Good gravy. <laughs> so later I memorized it in the New International Version, and it's the version where we find the word gentle use. So I'm going to read it in the New International Version. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. So let's just linger there for a moment. <laughs> what stands out to you about those verses? Doesn't that last verse always feel like a breath of fresh air? Yes. Just like, I always kind of sigh and like unwind a little whenever I read that. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like, why am I carrying mine? <laughs> Drop it for a minute exactly. and just bask in his lightness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. other part, for I am gentle and humble in heart. He's not overachieving and pushing and driving and for- yes. pushing his forward. He's not this. the sergeant with the no. private. Move it. Right? <laughs> Get it done. Win people for my kingdom. He is gentle and humble. Like, oh, I want to work for somebody. I want to yes. serve somebody who's gentle and yes. humble. Yes. That is such an inviting person to be with. You know, that's from. the word, inviting. Mm. You want to be near the yeah. one who is gentle and humble. I, I want yes. to be yoked to him. Because to be yes. yoked with somebody, you're going in the same direction, following the lead of uh-huh. whoever you're attached to uh-huh. with a big uh-huh. wooden beam around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be the, to be the one that's going to take you in gently. easy directions and yeah. take you gently and take the bulk of the load, which yes. is what he does. he does. We don't have to equally oh, share it. Oh, man. I can remember walking down the road. Um, I can't remember which dog I had at the time. I think, <laughs> I think it was Portia. Ray named one of our dogs after the fast the race car. because we have lots of interesting names. But anyways, whatever dog it was that I was walking with, I was feeling burdened and heavy laden. You know, like this verse says, come to me if you feel burdened and heavy laden. That was me. A lot of friends were in crisis. And I was just carrying this load of, oh, help this one who's got this crisis, help this one who's got this crisis. And then this verse came to me and I thought, wait a second. 
Hmm. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And I don't feel that. It's mm. heavy. Why, Lord? And he's like, because you haven't given it to me. <laughs> oh, You're yeah. carrying it. You're not yoked, you right. know? So I did. I just basically mentally took this huge chunk of hurting people mm. that I was so worried about and yeah. went, kerthunk, right? onto God. <laughs> And I immediately felt lighter. He's like, oh, trust me with it. Yes. The reason you're in trouble is you're not trusting me with it. Mm-hmm. You're trying to solve all these problems yourself, and you are not bringing them to me. So, wow. so that verse helped me then, too. It's yeah. really, really neat. It's a great verse. It I is. need to read it more often. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So he's gentle. He's humble. Mm. So here's the deal. It <laughs> kind of seemed strange to me when I was younger that Jesus would be called meek in the King James or <laughs> gentle yeah. because I associated it with weak. Right. And how can the King of Kings and Lord of Lords be weak? Right. It confused me. But it's so far from what the word really means. Mm. So I'm going to go to Baker's Evangelical Dictionary and read what they define gentleness or meekness as being. Mm. It's sensitivity of disposition and kindness of behavior founded on strength (laughs) and prompted by love. (laughs) You know, and we were talking about, you know, that wonderful woman that had eight kids and was gentle. Yes. That took strength. Oh, it did. That, uh, to be gentle mm-hmm. when you wanted to yell took strength. It mm-hmm. took self-control. I am impressed with her. Gentleness is not weakness. No. At all. The patient, here's continuing with the definition, the patient and hopeful endurance of undesirable circumstances <laughs> identifies the person externally vulnerable and weak, but inwardly resilient and strong. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Meekness does not identify the weak, but more precisely, the strong, hmm. who have been placed in a position of weakness where they persevere without giving up. Ooh. Yeah. These are very good. So all of a sudden, you <laughs> want to be meek. Yes. Well, and here's the definition of meekness, Sharon. That confirms that the word Jesus used is far from being weak or a pushover. It's more of a controlled strength, like you said. Here's what the Encyclopedia of the Bible says. The meaning of weakness. Meekness. Oh, bad slip. <laughs> meekness is one of the most commonly misunderstood terms applied to godliness. It has been interpreted in a variety of ways from weakness and timidity to strength and self-control. The Hebrew word meekness is from anwa, to bend over, to bow down, to labor or toil, to bend down, to be low, depressed, or humble. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a choosing. Yes. It's a choosing to do it. Not being forced no. down out of weakness. You bend down. I am putting myself It's not shoved in. down. Yeah, yeah, that is very interesting. Yeah, it is. So to be gentle is to control our strength. Hmm. It's strength under control. To receive hard things with patient endurance. Hmm. To not push our weight around, demanding our own way. It takes a whole lot more strength and self-control for me to reply with gentleness to an angry person than it does to yell right back. (laughs) Yes, it does. Oh, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Gentleness is a beautiful word. Hmm. So we're going to look at some instances of gentleness in the Bible because we always like going to the Bible. Yes. So (laughs) I'm going to read Isaiah 40, 11. This is such a nice one for you, Nicole, because you're in this verse. Oh, I'm excited. When you hear it, (laughs) it's beautiful. He, God, will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Oh. 
That is sweet. That's yours. <laughs> I know. That is. I need to be gently led with my little lambs. <laughs> yes. All yeah. going in the wrong, different direction. And gentleness <laughs> begets gentleness. Oh, yeah. Right? So when you let him gently lead, you've, you've been gentled. Right. So I've been shown that way, and then I can yeah. lead and parent yeah. out of that way of gentleness. I love that. That's a really nice one. I like that. That is like <laughs> such a mother verse. And it's it so is. encouraging to know that he carries the little lambs close to his heart. Mm. He's carrying your babies close oh, to is. his heart. That goes back to that laying down the burden, too. I don't have to carry them on my right. shoulder. I can give them to Jesus. Exactly. He's, he's already carrying them. He already is. He already loves <sighs> them so much. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's beautiful. That is a good one. Mm. I'll read another passage from Isaiah. This is 43, 1 through 3. Look at my servant whom I strengthen. He is my chosen one who pleases me. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who have been wronged. Ooh, that's a good one. Isn't that beautiful? We feel so, I feel so helpless sometimes when you see the weakest reeds getting crushed or injustice uh-huh. in the world. And uh-huh. You just want to like shake your fist yeah. and go, why? Why are the innocent being harmed? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't raise his voice and he'll bring justice to those who have been wronged. He will. And he that's sees such it. a beautiful he thing. He sees it. He does see yeah. it. And you think of a broken reed who doesn't just, you know, step on a piece of broken it's grass. It's broken. It's already right. weak. It's right. already weak. God doesn't. And I think that is so neat when it applies to people that are broken. Mm. You know, we can never say they're too broken to be mended. God, no matter how broken you are, still protects the weakest reed. And the little candle that has the tiniest flicker left, he doesn't... Put a big Put it out. one next to what no. he said. Yeah. <laughs> he fans the flame. Oh, I love how God loves the weak. Mm. I do. Yeah. I, because I often am. Yes. <laughs> you know, and you can kind of feel like you're useless at certain mm-hmm. points in your life. Well, he's never going to crush the broken reed. He's never going to stamp out the flickering flame. Mm. I love it. That's oh, a beautiful such, passage. Such, <clears throat> such a good one. I really love it. Well, now we're going to read a longer passage, Timothy 6, 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 11. So um, why don't I start with verse 3, and we'll read back and forth. Some people may contradict our teaching, says Paul to Timothy, (laughs) but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, Timothy, are a man of God, so run from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, 
perseverance and gentleness. Mm. Pursue these things. Pursue <laughs> gentleness. Isn't mm. that fun? And the ending for pursuing is much better than the ending for pursuing the love of money or wealth. If you can see, I don't want to be pierced with many sorrows. No. <laughs> you know, being wealthy doesn't make you happy. No. I mean, you can be happy wealthy, you can be happy unwealthy, but yeah, exactly. being wealthy isn't the source of happiness. It's In not fact, a guarantee of no, happiness. No, good heavens. Sometimes it just makes you fussy. Right. <laughs> so, I, I you know have more some, to lose. <laughs> I know some wonderful wealthy people who are not mm. fussy at all. But I also know some wealthy people who they're so used to the best coffee yes. that nothing else will do. Mm-hmm. They're so used to getting their way in the kind of bedroom they want to sleep in and the mm-hmm. kind of everythings that if they don't get it, they're miserable. Mm. They haven't learned contentment in whatever situation they are in, like right. Paul learned. And um, it, so it can, be a, it can be a problem. Wealth oh, can yeah. be a problem. It really can. Because so, you still have, you can still overspend. I think I was talking to someone who is rather wealthy and listening to this person. They still were paying their credit card debt. They were still, they just yeah. had more money to do Spending the things more with, things. but they were still having the same struggles we yeah. were, just on a slightly different yeah. scale. You can but still be in trouble with trouble. your mortgage of your mansion. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's all the same trouble, just a little it bit of a different is. scale if we don't. And there's a ton to manage with yes. money. So, so the goal of life is not to be wealthy. No. Uh, if it happens to you, yay, you can be generous and give, give, give. Yes. But the goal of life is not to just accrue stuff. Um, if we have enough food, what does he say? I got to find Food and place. clothing. Food and just clothing. Just food and clothing. Then you he should be contented shelter. with that. Not even shelter. He didn't say car. Yep. Nope. Food, clothing. Say nice. Yeah, no, just food and clothing. Like, yeah. huh, I, hmm, I have a lot more than that. <laughs> and I don't we feel have, so content all the time. We have so much. We have so oh, much. Oh, it's crazy. I remember um, back when I was struggling with my kitchen because it was so tiny. Yes. You know, this is, this is a familiar story, but I'm just going to tell it again because it really helped me with contentment. Yeah. I was very um, envious of people that had space in their kitchen, so mm. actually more than one person could be there in the same time, you know, <laughs> where they actually had kitchen tables in their kitchen where you could yeah. Sit, none of which I have in my kitchen. And all of a sudden, Nicole, God gave me a face of a woman. And I knew she was from Haiti because my pastor had just come from a missions trip there. And he was Mm. talking about where he was in Haiti, that there were people that were like 20 people were sharing one hut for sleeping. And the hut was so small that if you laid 10 people down, you could barely fit them in. So you had to sleep in shifts. with the shelter. Otherwise, you were outside all the time. So she was from one of those huts, and she's just looking at me. Hmm. What? And I was so ashamed of myself. Mm. I had a whole house. Yeah. I had a whole house, and I was whining about a kitchen. She was cooking outside. Right, and sleeping in shifts. (laughs) And sleeping in shifts. Yeah. Man, we We have got, if we're going to compare, which we're not supposed to be doing, can we just remember how much we have and be grateful, you know, instead of always looking at what's more. So I just thought that was really cool. And so Mm. we're to run from all these things, and instead we're pursuing gentleness. Yes. We're pursuing the quiet way of life, mm. not the aggressive way of life. I was going to say, pursuing wealth and fame and riches is so aggressive and cutthroat, and you have to hurt yeah. so many yeah. people. It feels like you have to hurt so yeah. many people to get there. Right. You know, right, cheat, right, right. and it's just, yeah. we don't unless God do has blessed you with that. Not yeah. everyone that's wealthy is doing that. No, no, not everyone. <laughs> yeah, no. But, but to pursue it yes. can do that. If it's given. Above God, pursuing you know, it above some God. Some of my friends that, that have money are like, wow, how'd that happen? Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's the way for it to happen. And that's a beautiful yeah. gift 
gift from God that they are, he's given to them because obviously they're doing something good with it. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've got more from Timothy and Paul because Paul was such an advisor. Why don't you read the next one? <laughs> so 2 Timothy 2, 23 and 25. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. Be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Isn't that interesting? When you mm. disagree with someone, gently instruct and perhaps God will change their minds. Not us. So we don't have to prove our point. No. We don't have to argue uh-uh. and debate. Uh-uh. We have to be kind. Right. Mm. And be gentle. Yeah. The flavor that we leave, the aroma of Christ that we leave, yeah. should not be of an aggressive, in-your-face, sticking mm. your fingers in their cheek, you right, know, kind right. of thing. <laughs> this, is what, this is how it is. This yeah. is what it's yeah. supposed to be. Very few people are won by yelling. Yeah, you know? I have never been persuaded by I, someone I, yelling no, at me. I've never been persuaded by yelling because the person that's yelling and shouting at me becomes the enemy. Yes. And even if they're right, you instinctively don't want the enemy to win. No. It's so funny. When I was training at Options for Women, I had read this book about um, she, this lady, her life story. She was the head of a Planned Parenthood type organization. Uh-huh. was responsible for thousands and thousands of abortions. Wow. And so many pro-life people had been so aggressive and hateful towards her and thrown dismembered baby dolls and called her horrible names and threatened uh-huh. her family and her. One person invited her to coffee one day bought her coffee and just talked to her, oh, listened to her, loved on her. And that person was the one that showed her God. And she left the industry, became a Christian, repented of her ways because that person was kind. It wasn't yes. the person holding the sign no. saying, abortion is murder. You're a murderer. Yeah. It was yeah. the person that stopped and said, how are you? What do you, how can I pray for you? Isn't that awesome? Just gives me chills to think about. I love that. <laughs> but gentleness wins. Gentleness you know? wins. Well, when you think, if we're going to imitate Christ, um, the fruit of the Spirit does not include anger, does not include <laughs> no. fighting, does not include aggression. Yeah. It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's it. It's the softer ones. And yet they're not weak. No, they're not. In fact, they're hard. Yes, because you have to (laughs) squish down those stronger feelings to do these gentle ones. Man, so okay, now it's time to apply it. We always, I love getting practical. You know, to just talk theory, you know, you can walk away too vague. Right, because it sounds great, but. How do we do it in practice? So, first of all, God. Now, Mm. how do you practice gentleness with God? That's interesting. This one was was hard. I could not think of something. I thought about, well, maybe not. I even asked my girls about it. Like, well, maybe not getting angry with God or yelling at him. I said, well, I think he wants us to be honest with him, though. And David really let God have it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's gentleness. I don't know how to show gentleness to God. I am not sure either other than to gentle myself to accept his yoke. Oh, maybe, and not right? be the stubborn oxen trying to go the other direction. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. That's the best I could come up with. Is hmm. it's strength under under control, yeah. gentleness. So when I start the day surrendered, and I say, I want to take your yoke. I mean, mm. I got plans, and it's hard for me. <laughs> I like my plans. I got my list. I'm yeah, ready to go. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to choose to yoke myself to you. Mm. And if you pull me in another direction. I want to go with you. I'm going to be gentle. I'm not going to tug against you and yeah. kick. 
So maybe more the definition of the humble or the meekness aspect yeah, of gentleness yeah. in a relationship. That's with the best God. I could come up yeah. with. Yeah, so because I do think him. that He allows us to say, "I'm so angry right now." Yes, absolutely. I, you know, I am, anyways. So I'm just telling you, I, I don't know why you let this happen. Right. <laughs> so I don't think that's not being gentle with Him, but I like that. I think it's our. I think you're right. It's our attitude of coming, going. All right, God, here's my day. Fit in, you know, uh, where exactly. you can, kind of thing. Yeah, like actually, yeah. no, God, this is your day. What do you have yeah, me yeah, to do? And can exactly. I maybe do this later? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, Is it okay? you know, I'm bringing you my plans, but but yes, Lord, if you distract me, if you move me somewhere yeah. else, yeah. I, I say yes. Yeah. Or one of my favorite phrases, I receive this. I receive I receive this. what you've mm. put into my life. Yeah. That is hard to say sometimes. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, I don't want it, like though. When you're, when you're sick, you know, yes. please heal me. heal me. I think you can ask, but yeah. I think you also have to say, but I receive this. Mm. I receive what you've allowed. Whatever I had to do to that with me. Meniere's disease. Yeah. Did I want Meniere's disease? Not particularly. <laughs> Would I still like to be healed from it? Oh, yeah. But I receive what he's allowed. Mm. So anyways, there That's you go. Good. How about family? Ooh, I think for family, gentleness can be shown by making allowances for their faults. Yes. Knowing and expecting my husband and my children to make mistakes, as I do. Right. But giving, kind of making that space for that, it will make me less... Um, I'll be more gentle with them if I expect it. You know, I'll be yeah. like, what? I won't be so aghast if they fail me. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, they're children. They're going they're to make going a mistake. They're going to fail. They're going them, to spill the yes, milk. Yes, and be gentle yes. when it happens. I think yes. kind of preparing myself. <laughs> like, this is going to happen. <laughs> Josh might not throw me a big party. I have to expect this to not be. Right. You know, that can help. That right. can kind of help soften things and make it me more can. gentle. Going I like in. that. I like mm. that. And then literally practicing gentle tones. Yeah. Feeling the anger stir in me. I can remember doing that once with my granddaughter I she um she was mean to her brother (laughs) and my first response was anger and and I thought okay I did this all wrong as a parent could I at least get it right as a grandparent (laughs) you know so um I took her away from her brother that she'd been mean to and I wanted to say angry things Mm -hmm. like you may not treat him like that right your siblings be nice be kind you know (laughs) But instead, I prayed first. This was so much fun to get a second chance at this because I can't tell you the numerous times I failed as a a mother. (laughs) I prayed first, and what came out was, Honey, Mm. why would you do that to your big brother who loves you so much? She burst into tears. Oh, my goodness. We both <laughs> cried. I said, I know, darling. I know. You just got angry. Nina so understands. Because <laughs> two seconds ago, I was angry with you. I didn't right. say that part. But <laughs> the whole atmosphere changed. Oh, wow. And instead of her anger making my anger, which would make her angrier, which and then me you... having to confess to my daughter that I'd been angry at her daughter, <laughs> right. which is a grandparent, you never want to have to do that. Right. you want to be allowed to touch their children <laughs> it worked beautifully i'm like why oh. did i not learn this when i was younger i know why do we think gentle it just it does feel like weakness i think it, i think it does but it isn't it's it's i came alongside her honey mm. why did you do that darling and it, that gentleness led a true change and repentance in her little heart it did it was it worked because you didn't you didn't trigger her anger to kind of spur up right. no one ever changes in anger no <laughs> no so that's how we do it in oh, family that's good how about with christians 
ooh, I kind of this, you know, I feel like some of them are Christians and friends. It feels like family. So just having that gentle heart toward mistakes, that they do make mistakes, being yeah. quick to forgive and treating them gently, even if they're making decisions we don't agree with. Be firm with truth, but be gentle with yes. them. Yes, it's always truth in love. Yeah. Always truth in love. Yeah. Truth is harsh without love. It is. Love is mushed that doesn't do good without truth. Yes, it's it needs that, be both. that yeah. foundation. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, and so to be good. gentle when people approach you with your faults. That was my other one. Yes. <laughs> I receive this. Thank you yes. for your criticism. Thank you. <laughs> that one's tough. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Saying thank you first is the way to go. Yep. It's so hard to do, but it, it slows you down. Yes. And then you're like, okay, well, how am I thankful? Thank you that you let me know how you felt. Yeah. I was so much you tell rather you tell me yeah. than have you sitting in bitterness. Thank you that you love me enough to tell yes. me when something I'm doing something yes. or you care yeah. about me enough. Yeah. yeah. It's so good, so good. Yep. Galatians six one has something about this too. Mm-hmm. And it actually goes along with what you're saying. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, mm-hmm. so this is a Christian brother's sister, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently <laughs> but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted oh. i think that is such good advice yeah we're not above sinning no. whatever they've done there but for the grace of god go we yes you know yep. so we don't come in a spirit of judgy i am so much better than you how could you right. we don't know their story right we gently restore we mm. gently say Hey, honey, you know, and if they don't listen, then we've spoken truth and we wait and we pray and we hope that they can be restored. Mm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because that's That's the goal is not to shove them away so that they they, you know, die in a dark and lonely hole. Right. (laughs) The goal is always restoration. Isn't it? I think we forget that. I think sometimes we're more focused on the truth being heard or known or letting people know they did not do the right thing. Yes. Not I'm yes. that way to like, this is wrong. You need to know this is wrong. Right. But to what end? Why am I telling this person For that? restoration. Is it just to tell them they're wrong yeah. or is it because I really want them yeah. to restore yeah. to goodness? Yeah. And if we really love them, we don't want the consequences of what they're yes. doing. So yeah. it comes from a spirit of gentleness and also humility. Mm. I could be there. Oh, yes. I wasn't married to your husband or, you know, I didn't have your childhood. I can't put myself in your shoes. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's That's a really good, I I love that scripture. I think we need that scripture. We do. (laughs) (laughs) So Mm -hmm. non-Christians, I found a scripture for this one too, 1 Peter 3.15. And we'll have to end there because, oh my goodness, Nicole, we just chatted our way through the whole time. (laughs) But this is one of my favorite scriptures, so we'll end with this. Mm -hmm. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. We always Mm -hmm. do that first. Yes. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Mm. We want to be prepared to share, but do this with gentleness and respect. Mm. When we share our faith, we, res- we do it respectfully. The other person has asked, and we do it gently, yes. not with a lecture tone. Right. Um, so, oh, let's That's pray. That's a good one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heavenly Father, how grateful we are that you are gentle and humble. Mm. You who are king of all and don't need to be, you are. And we can come to you because of that. Father, I want to be the kind of person people dare to come to Mm. because I am gentle and humble and I won't make them feel all judged and wrong. God, help us to show gentleness in every contact. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening as we ponder gentleness. Do you have a story about a person in your life who blessed you because they were gentle with you? We'd love to hear it. Write us anytime at sweetsela.org slash podcast. 
It costs a surprising amount of money to run this podcast, and we surely would appreciate your help. You can donate at sweetzilla.org slash donations. Reviews are always a gift to us so that others can find our podcast. Would you consider writing a review? Thanks. Next week, we're going to discuss learning self-control in episode 106. That's a tough one. We're looking forward to unpacking it with each other, studying what God has to say about self-control. Until then, may God bless you with a gentle spirit and a happy heart. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.